to have it this is our first guest spot so y'all make sure y'all treat her right all right make sure you got your questions make sure everything is going the way that it should be going and uh we gonna bring her in i got my man ross big ride with me ross hey what's up to the people hey what's going on glad to be here once again i'm feeling real good mm -hmm. about this one rob feeling real good so without further ado man we're going to introduce our special guest for the night life coach founder of the complete woman Nobody other than my big sis, Tamaka <laughs> Ravnell. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys so much for having me on DJ Coldplay. We go back a long time. My long God. time, long time. Ooh, we're not going to put no years on it. But no, we, we ain't going to put no years out there. No, we ain't going to do that yet. We ain't going to do that hey, yet. Me, you, and your beautiful, amazing wife. Um, yes. And yes. Right, a little bit more acquaintance new, but it's still the same love, same love. Thank you guys so much. I'm so honored to be on your show and even more to be the first. Yeah. First ever. Blow the um, trumpets. Blow the trumpets. Let's go. Let's get it. Allow Let's me to platform um, in this opportunity. It it really, really means a lot. So let's get into it. Gang, gang, gang. What are we talking about? Dang it. Hey, man, we could just simply uh, start out by just, you know, telling the people who you are, what you do, man. I mean, we read the bio. The bio is amazing. I mean, I know, like, we go back, but, you know, it's been some years since, you know, we really talked and we really just recently caught up maybe a few years ago. Yeah. And it's been a, it's been 10 plus years. So a lot of things have changed from then till now. Absolutely. So, I mean, you could just give the people just a quick, you know, synopsis. I can't even talk. Synopsis. You give people a quick, <laughs> a quick story. You, right. can, you know, I mean, we can up, update us and, and update and tell people, you know, what you've been doing, you know, where you are at your life, what you're doing, and then we can just go and flow from there. Okay, absolutely. Well, as um, DJ Coldplay said, you know, I'm a life coach, certified life coach. I went to schooling and everything, um, got my certification and became an official spiritual and life coach. Oh, I, I double did. Yes. Yeah. And I actually got a double certificate in it. Um, right, so awesome. For both. Yeah, they it was a double. So because I felt like there was um, the natural aspect, which things are, you know, in the carnal world mm -hmm. where we, you know, make our income and we deal with people that may not be on a spiritual plane. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And also I felt like it was a, a calling and a precedent put on my life from, by God to be able to speak to people from a spiritual perspective. Um, right. Training, I was in um, school to become a minister at one point and I was really close and then I did not. So <laughs> I still wanted to be able to utilize all of that wisdom and knowledge that God poured into me and to his children, my brothers and sisters in Christ. So I did get a double. Um, so I started uh, Complete Woman which I basically started out, um, I just wanted to bridge the gap with women. There was mm -hmm. a, um, a horrible 
gap in women friendships and connections. And I wanted to do my little part mm-hmm. um, to, and bridge that. So I began having these um, gaps that I call chat and choose. And with my chat and choose, shout out to everybody that's been to one. And if you have not, you need to be at the ones coming up in 2022. They're definitely going to be off the chain. Let's get um, there. So what we do, what I started doing was just gathering a few cousins, friends, whoever I knew, women, and inviting them out. It started out like a little potluck. Everybody, you just bring something, you bring something, you cook something, you don't cook. And um, you make sure you bring the juice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I would be the one bringing the juice. You know, so that's <laughs> But for us all to just come together, and I would pick a topic, and I would allow the women to kind of go in and talk about their point of view, their experiences. And from those small little things, it turned into something humongous. Um, and that became a, a base foundation for a complete woman. Um, also, I started um, in 2018, 19, in 2019, I started the Singles Valentine Day, um, like a brunch, because mm-hmm. I, I said that's a hard time for a lot of women. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be. Right. Yeah. I'm a celebratory and a time to um, look forward to love when you didn't have to necessarily be single if that was what you wanted. And if you did not want that, I wanted you to not be in a place of bitterness and resentment and hurt right. and looking at other people that may have been getting married or engaged or just in love and having a great time with a mate and feeling less than what God had called you to do. So I started those and then they turned into something really amazing. Um, and so from there, I went and got my certification and now I do group um, as well as single individual one-on-one uh, coaching. And so for a lot of people that don't know, they go, what the heck is a life coach? I never even heard of it. It would be similar to if you were to have a trainer at the gym. Mm-hmm. But I'm the the train you have a coach at your football team, your football team, your basketball team. Mm-hmm. That coach is to help see the best in you, the potential in you, see what your goals are for yourself and do everything that they can do to coach you to arrive at that place. But we do it with your life. We do it with your relationship. We do it with your parenting. We do it with your friendships. Those is what life coaches do. So, yeah. And so that's me on the the business. On the personal, you know, I got five amazing children. Um, My son got married this year. I'm about to be the mother of a stepson. He got married this year. Oh, sure. Congrats. Congrats. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, that happened uh, about a week before my birthday. Um, I just celebrated my 46th birthday. I know I look 32, but I'm 40. Yes, that's right. That's and... right. Black don't crack, baby. Black don't crack. That's right. I've been around a mulberry bush a few times. Couple, I've lived a few lives. I've lived a few lives. And so um, since since uh, DJ Coldplay, you know, last saw me, I've been divorced and about to be remarried. It's been a big gap in between. Yeah. But it's been um, a phenomenal time of growth and self-discovery, healing. Um, I really focus Complete Woman and my life coaching on trauma-based healing, um, childhood traumas and relational traumas. And so we do the deep work that they may not do with therapy. Um, office. You know, it's good to have therapy. I've had a therapist and I'll have another one if I need. And um, I I know a lot of them can do but so much and their hands are tied by legalities. 
but with life coaching, I kind of go a little bit deeper in some areas and some ways with the spiritual coaching as well, because you're coming to me for a specific goal to be reached. And um, mm. so, yeah, so that's kind of like where I'm at right now. I'm about to get married in uh, about a little bit over a year and a quarter. Um, looking to purchase a house soon. Yes, sir. I have uh, two of my adult children are still at home currently, but I don't know how long that'll be because, you know, everybody wants to go off and do their own thing now. And I think I'm ready. <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm, I'm right there with you with the adult children, man. Ooh. Sometimes these, these, these birds don't want to leave the nest. And it's like, come on, bro. <laughs> no, the opposite. I'm like, don't leave the nest, please. Like, oh, I a West Wing on the nest. <laughs> <laughs> see, that, that's that's what men and women differ. We be like, yo, y'all got to go. Like, right. Like, leave. Mom be like, no, they can stay as long as they want. And I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. really? <laughs> <laughs> But I, I wanted to ask you a question about, uh, you know, just Spiritual Connect Radio and yeah. how did you get connected with that? Like, how did you start that and what was the what's the, the purpose of that? And let me tell you how amazing God is. Listen at this. This is crazy. One of my chatting shoes, <laughs> just living my, my truth and trying to really just have uh, a good time with women and give them an outlet instead of like a girl's night out. It would be like this, sisterhood. You know, we all get together and have fun. So an acquaintance I met through another acquaintance, um, she was on the radio before, and she was um, offered to come back on the radio. Mm -hmm. And so when she was offered to come back on the radio, she said, you know, I've been to a couple of your chat and shoot. I love what you do. I think you have an amazing voice, and this is something that I think would be really beneficial if I have you on. And you can kind of do the lighter, softer, funner part of the, the radio program. And I was like, okay, it sounds interesting. You know, I, I struggle with it a little bit because I never saw myself in media. I never saw myself, you know, in that genre, in that area. And then, you know, I had a couple of serious confirmations that said, yeah, this is the way walkie in it. And mm -hmm. I did just. <laughs> and so um, I got on with her. It actually to be it was three of us at first and then one of our sisters unfortunately you know she remained with the show y'all understand how that go and so then we continued on just andrea and i well then over the course of um covid and then we came back on the air this year when we came back on the air um the lord saw fit that it was time for a promotion and i was offered my own show um without a co-host all me i do all the producing and everything you know i tell the engineer how i want it set up and the way i wanted to go i guess and i do everything myself and that's it's just called complete woman and i'm on the radio um three tuesdays out of the month and then the last tuesday is still me and my and my co-host we still do our social piece and um my piece is more so geared toward relationships healing the same thing along those same lines so basically i was honestly just walking in my truth i was not looking i was not considering and god just kind of dropped that right on me and i was like once i got there and i started to get my footing and my bearings together i was like yeah this is exactly where i want to be like this <laughs> so yeah that's what happened that's awesome um that's that's really yeah. awesome i mean knowing 
knowing you from then until now, man, I can see the like the complete transformation. Not to say that you were like a horrible person back then, but we were all about <laughs> 10 to 15 years younger. So, you know, our mindsets changed and, you know, things happened. We so- were young and married and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a whole lot of stuff, you know, just went down. But, you know, I, I just looking at you today, it's like, yo, she really big sister on me. Like she really bit uh, up the game. And, um, you know, I'm trying to be like you, big sis. <laughs> you know, honestly, I meet people now and they really, they don't believe. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, y'all need to go back about 20 years ago and, and ask about me. You know, the Lord, the Lord, that's all. <laughs> that's all Jesus. So, yeah, it's been a lot of work and I'm working. I'm a work in progress like us all. And I'm right. very transparent about the I have not yet arrived, but I am so much further than where I was. Right. All right. So I'm going I'm to I'm hit you like this. Now, if you could speak to our younger, because you, you know, you told, you gracefully told us your age, you know, so it's not like I got to <laughs> ask you because nope. you did kind of just, you know, yeah. gracefully, <laughs> you know, gracefully, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you know the whole thing. You don't ever ask a woman the age, yeah. la, 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 mm-hmm. so like, you know, but people need to know how old you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Proud to be that age, man. Yeah, could have not been here. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, so if 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 you could speak to our younger, younger uh, ladies, and you know, kind of just you know, reach out and and talk to them for a minute. Like, what are some of the things? Because it's a lot in your bio that I really want to get into. Um, because I I see that um, you know, you you really build the community. You're really uh, building the community towards you know for the complete woman, but you know what I mean. Some of our younger ladies, you know, they they don't have that guidance. So like, I want you to talk to them and tell them, you know what, you know what you, you know what I mean. Kind of like open up a little bit. Tell, tell them what you've been through and and, and kind of encourage them and let them know that hey, like you can make it. Like you know, look at me. You know, this is where I've been and look at where I am now. Absolutely, not a problem. So I will start with this. Um, I I was a teen mother. I am, or was, how you say it, you, I don't know, you, you not a teen was. anymore. Right, you were. <laughs> I was a teen. Um, I had my first son at 18, and uh, me and his father um, was not together. He was just some guy that I was just, you know, my little boo thing, situationship, and it resulted in a child. Um, and then from there, by the time I was 22, I had three kids. And I was engaged to somebody. I wasn't really engaged, y'all. I thought I was. Um, I was my young rendition of, you know, he asked me, you know, marry me, be my wife, give me some little lollipop ring. And I thought I was engaged. I didn't know anything about being a wife. I didn't know anything about, you know, really living a life. And he was constantly um, disappointing me, you know, via the Mm. way that young men do, because he wasn't a man yet. He was still a boy in a lot of ways. And so I went from there to, you know, from one not necessarily the best relationship to another. Um, I married fairly young, I guess, 26. I got married um, because the church said, you know, this is what you do. And it didn't have to necessarily for me be love. It just had to be not sin. So Mm. I got married and he was an amazing guy. He's still an amazing guy now. We, we still really, really, really good friends. And he's remarried. I love his new wife. She's a great co-parent with me, with our children. And, you know, me and him had children. He was with me since my oldest, about eight. Um, and so, you know, they have this bonus dad. And, you know, it did end after about 30 years. Um, that relationship ended. And I kind of wandered. 
you know, I wandered here for a little bit, floundering around, um, got into another really not necessarily the best relationship. Mm-hmm. And all of these relationships, all of these choices and decision was coming out of an unhealed, broken young girl. Mm-hmm. I was still that that little 15, 16 year old girl that was looking for love. Right. In, my, in my younger years, I went through molestation. I went through rape. And that resulted in brokenness in me that I did not understand. Unfortunately, right. a lot in the African-American community, there is no place when you're young back in those days, in the 80s and 90s, for therapy, for us to talk about it even amongst a family, let alone mm. another person. Right. And for a lot of years, I walked around with secrets and I just seeked love. And I didn't have a full understanding of what love was. So I just did what I thought was love, which goes to the physical most of the time when you don't understand what real love is. And what you're really looking to experience. And even though I was saved, and even though um, after divorce, I had a, a great relationship with God, I still fell right back into the same old trap because I still wasn't healed. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. had not dealt with those demons and I still had not dealt with that insecurity. I still had not dealt with why I was making those choices and those decisions. Mm-hmm. So, If I could say anything to any of the younger women, because I am a mentor, Um, I mentor, you know, Mondays at a school um, along with my family and his business. And I also do mentoring, you know, in other various ways. And Complete Woman does offer teen and youth um, uh, coaching as well as I'm certified you know, in the bio through the council for, you know, to identify if there is any type of um, mental illness and things of that nature. And I'm certified for that as well. So I do deal with teens on a a very big level um, and young women as well. I don't stop at teens. I go all the way up into like the early 20s because I feel like they're still in the teenage mindset and they Mm -hmm. haven't really got into their, their adult form thinking yet. So I still address them like a little bit on a younger level. But if I could say anything to them, I would say, you know, begin to really be honest with yourself about what's really hurting you. Um, Try to talk to someone that you can trust. It may be family. It may not. You know, Um, if you can talk to a coach, if you can talk to the school counselor, you know, a lot of school counselors, shout out to school counselors, because a lot of them have really stood in the trenches for a lot of our children. Um, and so just, you know, just talk about what you're really going through, what your experience. I know a lot of us was maybe raised and not talk, but we have to get out those feelings. Learn to process what you're feeling when you're feeling it in that moment, because we sometimes just try to stifle our feelings and swallow them when we really just need to be expressing them. Even if it's four or five minutes, let that five minutes, if you angry, be angry for five minutes, write it down, talk about it, scream about it, but let it go. Don't stay right. stuck, don't get trapped there. And some some situations is gonna take longer, like if you're grieving a lost one or you know, a loved one, or if you, you know, you're going through a heartbreak, heartbreak is real, that thing is serious and it hurts. And young people can't identify that that's not the end of the world and that another love, a greater love is gonna come to them at that moment and in that moment that is the end of the world but it's not i guarantee you it is not the end of the world and there will be someone else later on in your life that will come and erase the fact that you were ever under that type of hurt 
Wow, you said That's a whole good. lot. That's really, really, really good, bro. You got you got anything, bro? Yeah, you know, as as I was thinking about, you know, how you're a, a mentor to a lot of young women already, um, and you've dealt with a lot of the issues. I'm wondering, from your perspective, like, what is some, what is like the the thing that you feel like is the most pressing issue right now amongst young women, young adult women that they go through that you would like to address? Because, you know, maybe a lot of us don't even know what that is, you know, because it could be a lot of different things. But what is some of the things that you've experienced and seen through uh, working with these young women? Like, what is some of the, the issues that they deal with the most? Um, I honestly think my number one is a false sense of identity. Um, a false sense of identity. They really don't know who or what they should. And it's very confusing. Um, social media, television, the music, it's really always been geared towards the and the direction right now is so convoluted and it's so confusing. You know, one moment someone will be saying this is what's popular. Next moment, this is out. Um, the next moment, it's, you know, the man got to buy you a Birkin. But then the next moment, it's that couple that was saying they broke up. And it's, you don't know. And people, young women are putting so much on, oh, this is goals, this is goals. And it's such a farce. Like, real mm. relationship, real marriage takes work. Oh, it takes work. It takes adult, real, responsible, mature decisions. And if Definitely. you just seeing snippets, you're seeing snippets. It has literally been times me and my fiance have taken a picture, smiling. Ten minutes later, we are fighting. Your, well, what were you supposed to cook? Why are you yep. in the heat? Like, <laughs> That's real. They don't see that. They mm-hmm. don't see that. You know, they don't see that when you know when you you moody or you cranky, and your partner is not up for the moody or crankiness. They only see those small snippets, 15 seconds, you know, a TikTok or this is relationship. Go Everybody guru and ain't nobody telling you the truth. That's the main thing that I think is like number one. Um, the second thing is, I think there's a false perception of what a woman is supposed to be. And so a lot of women are kind of floundering around in the dark trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing. Am I supposed mm. to be a feminist? Am I supposed to be submissive? Am I supposed to be empowering people or am I supposed to be putting people down? Should I be slaying or should I be staying? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I should be, uh, should I be telling people and, and, and reading people to the gods or should I be polite and kind? You don't even know. You don't even know. So it's a lot of confusion to even just figure out like where you're supposed to be. Do you be this extra sexy cat girls with all of this, your flesh out and so much being exposed or do you be covered up and be called a prude or not get the attention that those girls are getting? It's just so confusing to know what you're supposed to do. And then the third thing I think, I think um, a lot of women don't know how to date. I didn't. I had to learn. Um, they don't know how to look for a mate. They don't know how to court. And they're reading a lot of things. They're listening to a lot of things. And they don't have the, um, it's all theory and no practicality. Wow. 
And so they don't know how to put it into practical life. They'll read a Steve Harvey book. And this is a conversation me and my fiance was having. They'll read a Steve Harvey book, but then they'll say, well, okay, I'm not going to sleep with somebody for 90 days. But then they'll take out the fact that this soul ties being connected because maybe they don't even know. Mm-hmm. Or they'll tell the guy, well, I'm not going to sleep with you for 90 days. And the guy's like, fine, I'm going to wait to day 92. So what's up? <laughs> and he's still going to hurt you or do whatever he was planning on doing. And and a lot of times you don't want to just date just to have fun like you shouldn't be looking for a meal sweetheart you shouldn't be asking a guy to pay your bills when you're on the second date you don't know this man you should have already been self-sufficient before he showed up because no valuable man is going to want to pick up a problem Mm. once that man now loves you and has accepted you as responsibility he will heartedly do what he got to do to take care of you but you are just like a car he passing on the street right now. He has no investment. Mm. So why are you asking him for money when you just third conversation on the phone? That's a no no. And I don't care about those stones. Y'all wrong. I ain't never did, I ain't never did that one. But the kind of thing that people do and it is wrong. You go on the date and before you could even get to the date, you're already telling the guy, well, I ain't going for this and I ain't staying for that. And you better not come at me with no this. And the man's like, I'm just trying to go out to a movie and, and have a meal. Right. And wow. you are and then like he proposed. It's like you can't have all of that. You don't even know if you like this guy yet to give him all. So every person you meet, you're going to give them your spill. You're going to pull out your role and say, thou listen to the I decree, like, no, everybody don't even deserve to know what you're about. Give him your resume. <laughs> you know, like, pull out, let me send you this PDF. Like, no. <laughs> so that's like those top the three things, in my opinion, is um, super problematic right now for, for young women, for all women, but mostly for young women because they really just don't even know yet. And, that, and, and that's real OG advice. Yeah, that's that's OG. That's experience speaking. That is experience speaking. Um, really quick, man. If you liking what you hear, man, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow Culture Gang, all social media platforms. We streaming right now on Facebook and on YouTube, so you can pick us up. Just look for us, Culture Gang, man. We we out there. We out there, man. And this is the kind of conversation that we love to have. And these are the things that we like to talk about. Speaking of um, our chat, our chat room is hot on Facebook. Um, my wife, heavy in the chat tonight. Yes, um, go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she has uh, a question here. Um, she wants to ask you, if you do not mind ask, no. uh, answering. She says, what are your practical steps to, uh, I'm sorry, what are your practical steps uh, to heal? Uh, she said, I think most, pe- most people or women are unaware on how to heal. See, people got to pay for that, so I can't get that away for free. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but seriously, that, that's a part of my, my program. But what I will say is, um, I'll give you this because I give everybody this. One of my main things and one of the first things that I do when I'm doing my screenings, because I do a, um, a 10, 15 minute free screening to see if we're a good match. Because everybody that wants you to coach them, we may not be a fit. You know, I may not be a good coach for you. You may not be a good client for me. And I have to kind of weed people out like that. Um, But one of the first things I always do is um, I really listen to their traumas. 
a lot of us don't realize how to identify what we're really feeling, why we um, behave the way we do. So the first thing I would do if I'm trying to get somebody to identify that, how to heal, is first thing you got to do is you got to find out what it is you're trying to heal from. Like you, you may, you may have an abandonment issue, but why? So now every relationship you in, you're really fighting for that person not to leave you. They are horrible to you. Mm-hmm. They horrible to themselves. Wow. They horrible for the family members, but you're begging them. You're doing all of these things. You're going above, beyond, jumping through all these hoops for them to not leave because you have abandonment issues. But now if you did healing work, you would do the journaling because I always encourage people to do the journaling and be honest. Now, that's hard because people don't want to do that. But now you do that and you start to find out, oh, I got abandonment issues because that time when I was 10 and my mom left me in the house by myself for two days. So now I feel like every time somebody leaves, they're never coming back for a long time. And I'm scared that she was never going to come back. But you would never think unless you did the work and track that all the way back to that one little incident. And now that one little incident then birthing you a trauma that grew over time into this whole abandonment. Wow. Wow. And that going to cost you about $75 an hour. All right. We'll, we'll cash up you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cash after you after the show. All right, so um, man, you really dropped a lot of great nuggets, man. I'm telling you, man, this is yeah, this is man. good stuff. Because not only, I mean, not I mean, even though I know that your focus is toward the woman, but some of the stuff in here is, is for men as well. Like you know what I mean? Like especially the abandonment issue. Like yeah, I, I, yeah that's that's heavy. That goes both ways. I do I do coach men too. I do. And oh, I, okay. See, I didn't know that. Mentor. It's just that my main focus is towards women. Yeah. But I actually have a, a soft spot in my heart for men because I feel like a lot of our men were overlooked. Um, a lot of our men are the reason why so many, so many women are broken because our men was broken and nobody allowed a safe platform to discuss it. Guys can't talk like that with guys. They're going to clown you. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to make it a joke. They're going to shed light because they're uncomfortable with sharing their stuff. So why are you sharing yours? You know, there was no safe space. And even with women, you can't, a man can't come in and say to her, well, now it's getting a little bit better. But before a man couldn't come home and say, baby, I had a rough day. I'm tired. My heart hurt. I'm sad. You know, my friend at work, that's my, my at work boy. He got fired. So now I don't have my homie at work no more. She don't that. Some of the average women are gonna be like, "What are you talking about? Get over it." I don't know if we lost her. I can't even hear you anymore, Steph. <laughs> My bad. There we go. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think yeah, she. Yeah, there's the case you come. She's right back. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what happened, but I'm back. So, yeah. So, like I was saying, like, a lot of times a man is not in that safe space. And that's where a lot of us women lose them. Um, I once read this thing. It was crazy, but I had to read it. And it was written by a stripper. And she was saying, this is what your husbands are saying when they're coming to us. And they don't want anything really from us but to be heard. And to be told that they're great. 
and to be supported. Like a lot of times they said, we just come and they just really want to talk about their day. They weep. A lot of times they're talking about y'all to us. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was a wild article, but she said, these are the things that I learned in 25 years of working in that industry. This is the stuff that men talk. And I was really like, wow, this is interesting because a lot of times, you know, we, we women don't, we don't create that. Um, the mothers didn't create that safe space. Once the, the boys got a certain age, then when they stop babying you now, is you a man, you just, mm-hmm. and there was mm-hmm. no, there was no celebration. <laughs> It was no announcement. You just went from a boy to a man overnight and nobody told you what the rules of engagement was on the other side. Wow. And you, really and you and you looked at it as uh like you said, like soft or, or weak if you're like vulnerable to uh to anybody, you know, even including your girlfriend and your wife, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, you're supposed to be a man, you know what I mean? Like what you doing telling me how you feel about somebody get over it, you know? So I think it's definitely, definitely true that for men, like we struggle with those same things, of not having the space to, to uh, express our emotions, express how we feel. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's vital. It's vital to um, a good relationship. It's vital to friendships. It's vital to parenting. I really learned a lot. Um, from having four sons, you know, I have five kids, I have four sons and one daughter. And I learned a lot by parenting these young men and allowing them that moment of, okay, he hurt, but he don't want to talk about it. But I'm going to just give him my shoulder to lean on. And he's scared, but he's not going to say he's scared. So I'm not going to be like, well, why y'all want to get on this ride and embarrass him? I can sense that he's not feeling it. And he's not going to want to say, oh, I'm afraid of this. But I'm going to have to use wisdom and say, you know what, whatever his reasons is, I'm going to encourage him to overcome that fear, but I'm not going to push him. And I'm definitely not going to degrade him. And I just put a lot of those things over to relationships. You know, you got to be that safe space for the man. I feel like a lot of the relationships that are really, really good, the woman really allows a, a safe space for her man to be able to express whatever he's going through, good, bad, or ugly. Sometimes it's gonna get ugly because some of some of the stuff y'all men saying. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> we love y'all, but y'all y'all different breed. But we we love y'all anyway. <laughs> right, man. Um, like I'm 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 tripping on that whole stripper thing that you just right. talked about. I'm really tripping on that because I, I mean, I'm far I'm removed from all of that. You know, what I mean, I'm not going front or fraud and say that I, you know, I've been to a strip club maybe once or twice in my life, but okay. and, and you can hear me. I'm having a hard time hearing you. There you go. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, you was, mm-hmm. you was a little bit, but go ahead. You clear now? Okay. What I was saying was I was tripping on that whole uh, sh- the the stripper piece that you talked about because you know um, I'm very far removed from that life and um i've only been to the strip club once or twice and i felt so bad being in there so i've never really you know dabbled into that world um but to hear that men would rather go to the strip club to relax relate release than to be at home to do the same thing really like got me spinning for a loop i mean i think god for my wife you know what i mean i'm I, she is my safe space i am able to you know express myself with her but you know, I guess it just goes to show that how far I am, you know, removed from some issues right. that are really, really 
it's deep escapism. out there. It's escapism. It's like alcoholism or if you had a gambling habit, if there was a drug addiction, it's all the same to try and look. I've heard things about men sitting in their car because they don't want to go in the house. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But it tells us, you know, man, rather be on the rooftop than in the house with a nag and wife. Facts. I love you, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, wow, man, I'm really tripping on that. But, um, I mean, I get it, though. I do understand it. I do understand it. Um, also, now, I, I see, like, you, you, you do event spacing and you do hosting. Um, you know, I know you do mentorship. Um, and, and one of the things that stuck out to me uh, was the strategic mindset. I want you to devil into that. Tell us what, the, what, what that strategic mindset that goes into your event planning, your um, you know, explain it because I want to know what that is. So when I say strategic planning, um, basically, I like to go in with the end in mind. I like to know when I'm doing an event, what's your overall goal? Like, what do you want to feel when you have this event? And we sit down and we come up with a plan of action, how we're going to actually execute that. Um, it's the same way when I'm hosting an event. I'm not there for, for me. I may be the representation that people see, but I'm an extension of your event. So what type of feel do you want to bring your audience? So mm -hmm. want your audience to be engaged in. Um, I'm really big on like the vibe of the whole entire engagement. What people walk away with, like, oh, that really made me um, connect with this. So I really like that. I'm really... Mm -hmm. The beginning and the end, um, that's my piece. Because everything in the middle is a blur. But when you first walk in, that that has to be really executed. And when you leave in, I feel like that has to be executed. It gets tricky more so at the end because some people like to leave before others. But that's the main thing with, um, with the hosting. With the event planning, it's like we sit down, we come up with a whole thing, and we go through, okay, this is how you want it. This is what we're going to do. And, and like, I don't do any of the, I don't do balloons. I don't do food. I don't do that stuff, but I connect to the people that do. And I have like, okay, well, this person is really good, but you can use whoever you want. You know, that's your decision. So when I say um, strategic, that's what I mean. It's like, you just going with a plan, a plan of action and you're going with a plan of knowing the end from the beginning. Great, great. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's really, good. really good. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was also thinking about how how the church and how uh you know having a god a god godly mindset <laughs> um as far as going into dealing with these issues, you know, as far as going back to the, the issues with women and men, yes. but going back to those issues how does that play a role into how you mentor? Because I know that a lot of times we can, we have the, the uh, practical solutions, which is obviously very important. Mm -hmm. There's practical solutions. There's mental uh, things that we can help ourselves, but how do we speak to that spiritual aspect? You know, how do we speak to uh, what it means to, be in line and 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 readjust yourself as far as 
how does God see this? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and how did that play out into these particular issues, whether it be, you know, uh, feeling rejected, whether it be feeling um, that no one cares about you? Um, you know, how does that play a role? So it it is two parts to that. So one part is it depends on um, the audience. You know, it depends on the person because there may be um, a situation where I can't necessarily um, come in with faith or come in with a religious belief. But that's always in the background for me. Always. It's always the undertone. I'm always listening to the Holy Spirit for leading me and guiding me through the conversation. I'm always hearing and like, okay, Lord, I heard that. Okay, I got it. I'm going to tell them this. And I'm going to do this way with the conversation. And that's in the areas where it's not necessarily something that you can just lead with. The areas right. where I can lead with it, I do. I absolutely do. It's always, um, you know, well, what did, you know, do you read your Bible? Or where are you with your faith? How much can I pray for you? The good thing about it for me, I feel like I got a little secret spy mission when I go to people that I can't necessarily just come out with my faith because now, oh, you, you going on the intercessory prayer list, sweetie. I'm talking, mm. everything you've been talking about we, is getting prayed about as soon as I walk out this room. I might be praying right now and you just don't even know it. And then for the, those that are aware of it, they welcome it, they accept it. It's more of a, of a, that's what I'm leading with. Mm. So always there. It's always prevalent. I'm always, um, working on if I can, cause I can see through, you know, discernment allows you to cut right through the veil and you can see right to the, no, nah, that's not what's really going on with you. You really, like you said, you really suffering with rejection issues. You know, you're really suffering with <laughs> something deeper than what you think it is, you know? Right. And that's a gift. That's yeah. Gift. That's I usually, that's what I usually do with those two situations. Cause that's pretty much all you ever get. Um, on this side of the coin, you either get the situations where it's welcome and open or where you can't necessarily lead with. So that's awesome, sis. That's awesome. Um tell us about, you know, what's 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 coming up in the future, you know, what's coming up in twenty twenty two? Like what 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 are some of the things that you have planned for the, the new year coming in, if you know, if God allows us to see it. Amen. Um God don't come back and uh the multiverse don't take everybody away. Um, we going to have an amazing 2022. Um, now, I am going to be busy trying to buy a house and playing away. However, I'm still going to be full-fledged with Complete Woman. Um, I'm in the uh, process right now of writing a book. Um, it's going to kind of be like a little bit of a guide, sort of say. But loose, loose like a loose guy, just like, kind of like, if you want to, you can do these things, but mm -hmm. it worked for me. So if you want to try, you know, what I tried, I don't, I want it to be more interactive and more kind of making people accountable for themselves while at the same time, giving them a gentle nudge of direction. Um, so that should be dropping early 2022. Um, it's going to probably be an ebook or a small, you know, a small book. Um, and then there's going to definitely be the singles. I'm still going to do the singles Valentine's Day um, situation. I don't know when I'm going to do it because that's also my anniversary week. So um, hopefully it might be. Usually I do it right on Valentine's Day, but that's because I was single. 
But now that God has allowed me to have somebody in my life, it's going to be around that time, it's going to be around Valentine's Day time. Um, and that's going to be a really big one because this may be my last. I don't know if I'm going to get another opportunity because next year I'm going to be so close to the wedding. Um, I mean, 2023, I'll be so close to the wedding. I don't know if I'll have time to really plan many events um, early 2023. So I'm going to try to really do a nice one with that. Um, I'm going to be hosting, uh, co-hosting, because I do have a co-host. Yeah, I got a co-host. Um, shout out to It Takes a Village and uh, Truden Haynes. I'm going to be hosting a huge gala. Please get your tickets. Uh, hit me up if you want tickets. I will direct you over to It Takes a Village. I'm going to be hosting that. I'm really excited that. This is going to be like my first time hosting something on that level. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to be doing another paint and poetry event. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I did one this summer. Um, did a paint and poetry. So basically we took um, a before and after, like when you were going through your darkest time and when you got victorious. We did a, a split painting, just like a painting with a twist, but not twisting. And um, we, we did it that way. And then I had my poet just give a whole bunch of poetry in regards to healing and transformation. And it was sold out event. It was amazing. And I'm so excited that we're going to be bringing that back um, next year. So that's just a few things that's on the roster for now. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. For We call first dibs on the book, though, for real, for real. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We call first dibs. Like, we, we, we want in on that. We want in on that absolutely that thing sold out quickly so y'all better get down with the thing and please get them tickets for the bank for the gala because that gala is going to be really really nice um we also um well we me and my fiance him and his people i don't do nothing but show up and be pretty gala too um i don't know the date yet but that will be also in 2022 um went to that guy here that was really dope hope to be more intricate in that this year coming um, but yeah, that's another good, beautiful um gala that gives back to the community as well. Good, good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Um, we definitely will uh put the information up. Hey, give us the information, we'll put it up and uh we'll we'll put it up. We'll put it up. Uh last thing for me, um, and it's it's a great segue because you was talking about makeup and I just so happened to be uh thinking about, you know, how much makeup plays a role in our in in our ladies period and I so happy to see that you're also a makeup um, makeup artist. So, right. you know, um, what do you think? Because I know a lot of people wear makeup, a lot of, not a lot of people, but a lot of well into the <laughs> world. Right, you never know. Yeah, it, it, goes, it, goes, it goes both ways now. So, but, you know, speaking strictly to the women, what, how do you see makeup really playing a a, a role and a part of what you do, and I and, and I know that you incorporate it into your mentorship. But you know, what is it that makeup does? You know, besides you know the the, the outside appearance, what does makeup do for 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 the woman, like the complete woman? Like, what does it do? Well, it it really it really plays into her psyche. It plays okay. into it plays into her her essence of what she believes she is. Mm -hmm. um, now, I do personally think that there is a limit, and I think that some people go too far, but I think it's an art, and I think it's beautiful. 
there's some extremely talented people here. My daughter has surpassed me by ridiculous amounts, and I taught <laughs> And now she me. So that's just how it goes. But I think it definitely plays into the woman's psyche how mm-hmm. you can be your everyday, you know, regular self. You can just transform into this amazing, um, completely different look of a woman. Um, now, the bad part of that is if that becomes your dependency and you feel like you're not beautiful without it and you feel like you have to always have a full face of makeup. A full beat. You gotta always have one on the lashes all the time. Even if you're not wearing makeup, like something has to always be on all the mm-hmm. time. I feel like there's something to underline with that. Like but waking it, up with makeup on. Exactly. You don't, feel <laughs> like real. you don't feel beautiful. And just by the way, every man, every man that has ever been in a movie, that has ever been on a news anchor television show, anything yeah. always makeup on. They have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's true. So they, even if they just have one for like a Preston powder, they have on something. Because um, so, they be looking too perfect. Like, you know what I mean? They never have anything wrong. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> like, no blemishes, I, I no blemishes, none of that. For television and um, um, movies, little things, like you re- you have to put makeup on them. You really do. Sometimes you mm-hmm. got to, from the eyebrows, nose hair, like you got to make them presentable for the camera. So, yeah. But now, if they were just running around every day, you kind of look like more chestnut than I don't know what to tell me. You know, something like, and some of that stuff be witchcraft. I ain't gonna hold you, man. Because, you know, you see some of these videos on social media, and the woman is, is I'll be polite and say, not the most attractive woman. But at the end of it all, like after like an hour and a half, it's like she's this whole new person. It's like, yo, I take her out. But then when you see the before, it's like I wouldn't touch her with a lead pencil. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is crazy. But um, I understand, like, you know, due to your explanation, I do understand what makeup does. I mean, and my wife has explained it to me several times. So, you know, I had a kind of an idea, but, you know, it's like, you know, I wanted to ask you because you know you're you're a makeup artist and so I know that you know you have women that come to you. One other thing, there's there's two different types of makeup too. You have print, like for magazines and television. That makeup needs to be heavy because it translates different on a camera. And unfortunately, a lot of our young women don't understand they're wearing print, stage, and television makeup in the streets every day. And it's way too much on our skin and it's too heavy because that is for print, television, you know, and movies. The makeup has to be different levels so that it does translate right through the photos. Now, if you're doing it for modeling or pictures, you know, you're going to be taking a lot of pictures. You have to do your makeup accordingly. And in person, it look a little crazy, but it translates real nice on, on those <laughs> pictures. So as long as it's, everything is within balance, you know, as long as it's not a dependency, as long as you feel like you're not beautiful without it, as long as you're not doing it because some man told you you don't look beautiful if you don't have on your makeup, you know, then then you'll be fine. You know, it's nothing to worry about. Right. I think we so, lost. Do you have anything else? Did we did we lose him? Yeah, I think we lost that for a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I got lost for a second too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, um, you know, 
you know that the saying you 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 look good you feel good you know what i mean so i kind of felt like that was you know that's important you know what i mean but the balance is like that thing is like you don't want to go too far you know what i mean and like you said depend on it you know um and believe it or not even men not necessarily with makeup but just like like going overboard with trying to look good and all that stuff like it's, it could be stuff or just like dressing say that again is it with like haircuts or like the way they dress the way they dress like they always got to have the best thing like they always got to have like the newest stuff like it just me. yeah you literally saw <laughs> <laughs> I love that it. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like it, you can definitely, um, we get caught up in a lot of the stuff. Like at the end of the day, it's just stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? And we can, we can both men and women can take it to a level where it's just unnecessary. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So did you have any other questions for me before we get ready to wrap for the day? Um, no, we, we went through a lot. We went through a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate you being on. It's been such a blessing to have you on, sharing all of this, these gems, you know what I mean? Like, just dropping knowledge, you know what I mean? So Listen, I'm glad that God has turned this beauty and this ashes into beauty because there was a time where um, when you're going through those things, you know, when you're going through those seasons of being a young parent, you know, a single mom and 23 with three kids, you don't think that nobody gonna want to hear that 20 something years later mm. you know you just thinking dang this is hard you know i'm out here struggling you know right. um, you don't realize hey welcome back <laughs> man and <you> realize <laughs> that you know, what, what god is doing is building your testimony he's building your story and it's not that he's sending you through those bad decisions he's been trying to hurt me from a lot of my bad decisions before i ever made them man. but he's so gracious that he will still use that he will still use it mm. to somebody else. He will still allow whatever you're going through to be okay. So now we're going to just, just another thing to add to the repertoire, <laughs> nothing to add to the resume, nothing yeah. to add to the testimony. Okay, that's another story you're going to have to tell. It's going to be another three, seven, nineteen, hundred and two people need to hear that part of your story because they're going to do the same thing you did. <laughs> And so, so you know, that's that's how our brothers and sisters in the Bible did it. You know, no matter the word got everything, don't got none of that matters. At the end of the day, what we got from God is is right and is is sufficient. And so, you know, from all of their stories, they showed us their human, their frailties. They showed us the vulnerability. They showed us the making mistakes, and they showed us God using them for His glory. So as long as he keeps using all of my right and my wrongs for his glory, mm -hmm. be all right. Sure yeah, I'm not even going front. I missed like some of it because my camera. Is That's okay. But, um, we was just we was just talking about uh, makeup a little bit more. Okay. I was just I was just letting him. He was telling me thank me for coming. I was just letting him know. No, so grateful. All right, cool. Um. You know, I just, I, I guess, you know, just to make one last point, the, the, the yeah. thing, like, I, even though what you just said kind of just reminded me of some things that I had just been, you know, talking about and, and teaching recently about um, sometimes, even though, you know, God does use our mistakes uh, for his glory, but sometimes, you know, God doesn't want us always to have to learn by mistake. 
he would rather you just obey. Like, hey, listen, don't go left. Yep. Absolutely. You can avoid every you can avoid a whole lot of stuff if you just don't go left. Go right. <laughs> just go right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wanna go left because I need to see what's going on with left. And then pow, pow, bang, bang. And Absolutely. You get off beat up. Oh. Beat up. <laughs> I was saying like it was a it was in all of those things when I was making some of the decisions where the Lord was trying to avert those things, the whole like no, no, big 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 red sign, big flash sign. Big no sign, put mm. in my ear loud. Yeah. I remember a time um, after my divorce, and I was just just trying to just date and not even godly, wasn't even caring. And I remember the, the Holy Spirit just kept talking and talking. And I was just like, "Can you just stop? Just you know, <laughs> hear it? I just want to be foul." And I'm sorry. And yo, he yo. stopped, and yes. I was like, yeah. "Okay, I could do what I want." And it was man, that was the worst tail whooping. I have a game myself. But, uh, and that's and that's cool, you know, and I don't want to get too much into it because our time is just about up. But, you know what I mean? But it's that, it's that type of honesty, though, that, that people don't know that you can really be honest like that with the Lord. You'd be like, no, I, I, Lord, I want, I want to do this, and I'm going to do this right now. You can, okay, you can go ahead because I'm not going to stand in your way. And I feel like, right. you know what, and I feel like that's why so many of us are bound because we feel like we're the only one. We Come feel on. like I'm the only one that made that mistake. I'm the only one that did that. And we Come stay from the father for way too long because we sitting there in condemnation. And he like, well, who con- who condemned you? <laughs> Wasn't me. So what are you doing? Come and on, and then on the other side of that, I was getting all of the don't do this. Don't go there. And some of those decisions, I just simply was just hard-headed and disobedient. And just I just got what I got. And that was it. And it was nothing more than that. Um and it was never God's will for me to get those things. It was Tamaka's will, and Tamaka got what she got. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also never, you know, I never walked away. And our relationship remained, you know. So when it was time for me to say, okay, God, I surrender, and I'm giving you my total yes, he was like, all right, I was waiting for you. <laughs> I was waiting for you. The whole time. Just like, <laughs> just like nothing ever happened. You know, right. just like, all right, well, let's just get back on this. So, yeah. Man, man, sis, thank you so much. Thank you so much for blessing us and gracing us, man. You know, um, before we get up out of here, let the people know, you know, all your information. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them everything. Okay. All right. Wonderful. So I am on Facebook. Um, If you want to follow me, I am at Complete Woman. And on IG, I am Complete Woman Life Coach. And there is an underscore after each word. Um, once again, that is Complete Woman Life Coach, or after every word. Um, if you have any questions about this interview, anything I, t- anything I touched on really blessed you, you can send me an email um, at B-U-Complete um, at gmail.com. And that's spelled just like it sounds, just B-E-Y-O-U, Complete. Um, and you can email me. If you want to check out my website, it's uh, B-U-Complete.com. And... Uh, yeah, so follow me, follow my pages, follow my events, come out to a chat and chew, come out to my singles event in February, um, buy tickets to those events once they drop. Um, I know the tickets for the the one gala um, has already been um, dropped. It dropped like a month or two back for the early bird tickets. So yeah, definitely grab your tickets for that. 
and um, any and all information will be forthcoming. I'll make sure that DJ Coldplay and Raheem has everything um, coming up at least within the next six months or so, you know. It, you know, if y'all don't get an invite to the wedding, y'all can still send me gifts. Um, I'm accepting all cash apps because I got it. I, I want an invite. <laughs> so if y'all just love me so much and the Lord put it on somebody's heart to so send me about a half a million dollars, I'm all for that. And, uh, you know, that's just like, you know, the cash app sign, you know, okay. But anyway, <laughs> so it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to share my um, transparency, my honesty, some of my failures and all of my mistakes. Uh, <laughs> some of the successes that the Lord has allowed me to endure and experience in this lifetime. And I have so many more to come. Hopefully it'll be a lot less mistakes but I'm sure it's going to be a few in there somewhere. I'm I'm gonna keep working on it. Keep working on it. Man, what is life without mistakes? Right. <laughs> you might as well be Jesus if that if that's the case. No. Uh, so that's why we need Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm inspiring, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reach that. So yeah. Don't make me preach now. Don't make me go to Paul now. Not that I have already ascended. No. <laughs> But um, no, sis, we love you. We thank you for coming on, man. Um, yes. Like I said, she gave you all the handles. She gave you everything. You want to seek out the complete woman? There she is. You got everything that she needs. This is culture gang, man. This is what we do, man. This is what we talk, faith and culture, man. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what's going on. So congratulations to you once again. Thank you. Um, congratulations. It's, 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 it's great, man. It's a great thing. Shout out. I say even God now. Yeah, shout out to shout, shout out to hey, shout out to the fiance. That's right. Shout him out. Yeah. Thank He's you. Amazing songwriting. He got uh, a lot of wonderful things he got going on. So he constantly motivates me to keep going and do bigger and better every day. As he should. He awesome. better. He better be. He better be. Right, you got anything cl- closing out? Yeah, it's just um again, it's just been a blessing being able to just sit here and just listen to and just soak it all in. You know what I mean? And I'm hoping and praying that everyone who was able to join in uh, at some point during the, the live on YouTube and Facebook was able to get that same, you know, be, be blessed and receive everything that you were saying and be encouraged. You know what I mean? Because you were very transparent. And I think that, like you said earlier, we need to, we need more of that. You know what I mean? To see the yes. mistakes, to see the failures, and then also to see the growth, right? To see the blessing, to see, the other side so Absolutely. i'm just thankful that we find it took a minute but we finally was able to do this and <laughs> happened when it was supposed to. Ain't <laughs> right all, right all things happen when they're supposed to in the right time in the right season absolutely so yeah appreciate it all right well thank you gentlemen so much for having me on i hope that this is my last time and hopefully i can have you on my show on oh yeah oh um yeah. So we can definitely talk about that and get that going. And um, you guys have a blessed night. Thank you for all your listeners. And anybody, if there's any questions, um, DJ Coldplay and Raheem, if anybody has questions or if they want to get in contact with me and they send you the information, please pass it along to me. If there was any really good questions, send them to me. Let me, you know, wrap a taste with whomever wants to, you know, have a conversation of. Or definitely, sure. definitely. So even even with that, you know, if, if if that's the case, and you have some questions, and you you might might have missed the tag or the handles, uh, you can uh, email us at um info at culturegang.com or culturegang three one six at gmail. Yes. Dot com. 
and for um, a coach. I still have two more spots left for um, before this year close out. So, you know, if you're looking for a coach, even, you know, three sessions, six sessions, or lifetime, depending on what you need. So, you know, you won't know if you need it to you try it, okay? Yeah, definitely. Uh, sure. Definitely. Yo, so this is coaching. Y'all know what it is. This is where faith and culture collide. And um, today was our first guest, and Big Sis came in and, and dropped the hammer on us, and, and now we're going to go <laughs> home. Well, we're already home, right? Uh, so we're going to go about our business, and uh, we're going to end it out on that note. All right? Culture gang on three. One, two, three. Culture, culture gang. Gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, gang.